Chapter Sixteen of Pee Wee Harris Fixer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris by Percy Keith Fitzhugh. Chapter Sixteen: The Real Emerson. There was a pathos in his answer to Pee Wee's explosive enthusiasm i'll join if you think they'd like to have me he said what do you mean like to have you Wee demanded i'm the boss of that patrol i'm not the patrol leader but just the same i've got a lot to say about it gee whiz i'd like to hear anybody say they don't want me just you let me hear them say it i should think anyone would like to have dinner in the woods said emerson with a frankness that was pathetic you don't say dinner you say grub said Wee. or if you want to you can say eats some scouts say feed but i like eats best don't you you seem to be an authority on the subject said emerson that's why you don't get in with fellers because you talk so grown up kind of said Wee, referring to this nice observation of his friend i suppose it doesn't make much difference what you call it as long as you eat plenty laughed emerson oh boy i'm the one to do that said Wee. you just watch me when we get there you gotta go ain't you he asked in a sudden burst of apprehension if they'll let me said emerson i don't know how they'll feel about it there's a place on my patrol too said Wee, ignoring these misgivings my patrol's the ravens you have to learn to make noise like a raven do you know ravens can talk just like parrots they can they talk all the time is that why you're a raven emerson asked the silver foxes in my troop they're all crazy said Wee. gee whiz those fellows try to tell me that your favorite book is webster's dictionary they're a bunch of jolliers in that patrol roy blakely he's their patrol leader he says that a civil engineer means an engineer that's polite that shows how crazy he is and they have him for leader he says that goldfish are sunfish that got sunburned he tried to make me think they didn't choose you for the traffic patrol because you're too rough no wonder he can't get a new member for his patrol because gee there are no fellers in bridgeboro crazy enough they ought to be the loons instead of the silver foxes that's what i told him ward hollister he's in that patrol he says you ought to start the rabbit patrol but oh boy i'm glad there's a place in my patrol and i bet you'll like us too you know artie van arlen he's leader in my patrol and you know bert carson the feller whose sister has a birthmark on her neck it's the shape of cuba but anyway we call him doc because he studied first aid he's in my patrol he we paused breathless and for a few minutes as they followed the narrow trail no word was spoken do you like being in the woods Wee asked yes i do said emerson missionary and propagandist though he was Wee was not strong on tact his unguarded talk intended only to encourage had chided the budding interest of his friend so that was the way they talked his favorite book the dictionary too rough for the traffic patrol he should start the rapid patrol 
gee whiz said Wee, as he tramped doggedly along they'd never call you arabella any more when you joined the scouts that's one thing sure emerson had been hailed by this name but he never thought that he was known by it among the boys of bridgeboro he had not known for such a boy never knows that his nice phraseology was material for mirth he had not known that his mincing walk and adult manner were ironically characterized as rough the bridgeboro boys had not often made fun of him to his face particularly the scouts had not but just the same they had left him out of their lives and plans and among themselves as he now saw his name was a byword for effeminacy it is fatal for a boy to talk too well and use an approved phraseology it was this misfortune which had won for emerson his various posts of monitorship in school and by a universal law no monitor can be popular that was the pathos of it that he was ostracized without really knowing the reason but now he was beginning to see a little of the light in which the boys regarded him he had walked as far this night in the city as anybody could be expected to walk and there was nothing against him on that score he had also shown that he was human by partaking liberally of soda and candy and there was nothing against him on that score he had shown himself manly and self-reliant in the city quite the leader but he had treated peewee instead of blowing him he had talked of seeing the sights instead of hiking around peewee's enthusiasm ignored these defects but would the boys see emerson for the really generous first-rate fellow that he was he did not ask himself this question for he did not know that he was a generous first-rate fellow he only knew that he didn't fit in and he wondered why that was why he felt shaky about joining the scouts and going to camp with them when he had spoken of the great outdoors to several of them they had laughed at the phrase when he had once asked connie bennett where he was going in his natty regalia connie had answered to a pink tea arabella it was the natty regalia business which had done the mischief but why and how was emerson to know there is only one way for a boy like emerson to deal with a group of boys and that is with some sort of a knockout blow end of chapter sixteen recording by john brandon